Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Art and Labor, the podcast that is still going. Um, I am OK Fox. Um, with me is Sarah Crow and special fourth mic, third mic, um, like basically host. Um, <laughs> um, Once you come on, a popple. <laughs> I haven't been on three times. Once you come on two no. times, you're a co-host. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Plus a collective model, just yeah. trying to <laughs> slough slough off. Work I, on I'm people. just trying to pawn off this fucking podcast on anyone who will do it. Um. <laughs> Your media empire. Because <laughs> uh, I don't have fucking time. <laughs> yeah. If but, we really uh, gave up on art, yeah. though. No, I'll never give this up on art. It. I'll never. That's the thing. That's the problem. That's the problem. Art is always going to be in my life. Number one. Yeah. You guys are old school because you're embracing art over content. It's yeah. true. Honestly, it's true. Like we don't produce this well enough um, for it to like, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's like it's like a journal or like an archive of sorts of like. Yeah, this is kind of how people like this in this circle were thinking at the time. <laughs> audio zine, baby. I'm like yeah, it's so audio hateful that the word podcast is used. Like, it's, Oh, we shouldn't. You're right. Disgusting. Can you talk about that a little more, actually? It just like took me years to engage because I was like, what is this? Like this word disgusts me. Like, did I people love used radio. to use audio zine? Is that I a real or did I you just make that so. up right now? I Well, I feel like I've seen it, but it's like I would I would listen to like internet radio which i guess is mm. different because it's not episodic but mm. or like their shows but it's not um i don't know the signals stays the same instead of it being like um discrete chunks of i don't know zeros ones but um yeah. i get i think podcast was like ipod like it's a no apple yeah it's an apple word, word right? Fuck, you're right yeah. I totally it forgot about the yucky. iPod. It's like saying I'm I'm Googling something. It's yeah. evil. To- <laughs> totally. But Googling is like, Lex- you're, yeah, you're lexicon. using a product like to search. Like it makes a little more sense to me, even though I. It, no, you're I right. There is something hand. a little different. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm using these like tools that are surveying me to like dig through like advertisements in order to like try in vain to find the info I want. But um yeah but yeah it's like is there do you guys know why like google search is almost useless now i feel like in the past year or two it's like yes it's definitely worse yeah what happened why it um because it's it's it goes against the profit motive for it to be I don't. Yeah, <laughs> something must have changed within the SEO. I mean, I feel I like you know, social know. and uh, social media like Twitter's from, worse too. Yeah. Um, they're all they all are worse, and they all yeah. they they always happens. Like you know, it's like it's a little cyclical. Like I, you know, people are going back to Tumblr now, really? but it's it's not that like Tumblr got went back to how it used to be it's more that everything else is so much worse that the shitty changes they made to tumblr are like uh more manageable yeah. by comparison and nobody's profiting off tumblr anymore so it like <laughs> there's less against there i mean there is surveillance there's like uh you know ai is taking down like is, ya- is yahoo 
done so? I think Yahoo is still a publicly traded company. Yeah, but it's not like <laughs> no one's offering. No one's like making fake offers. It's a small time internet landlord. I'm yeah. sure. I like, mean, it sucks ass. <laughs> did you guys ever hang out on Yahoo Answers? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Minted. I always loved those. Now they I'm rock. Looking at Quora. Oh, and then oh, it tells yeah. me I have to sign in and I just refuse. I mean, I've made accounts for every other stupid shit in the whole world. But. <laughs> the the most annoying podcast, my brother, brother, other than me, their whole thing was like reading Yahoo Answers. That's like their whole shtick came from oh. like the shticks of millions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now they do what? What is it like? Um, how? What are those like instructables or something? It's just not the same. I haven't listened in years because it, uh, it it started psychologically People, affecting my brain. Someone I love is a is a yeah. podcast. Fan. <laughs> someone, uh, God, um, that's our our next merch idea is an or Matt idea of someone I love as a painter. That's our next. I'm oh, saying it on the podcast I'm as sorry an for accountability the same joke multiple times as an accountability. That <laughs> we're going to make a T-shirt. Um, someday or it's going to happen within I this am, year. I want to say within but. this year because I am going to learn how to screen print. Oh hell yeah! Oh, I'm gonna be well. I'll be in your neck of the woods. We should screen print together. I would love that too. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. I think I'm allowed to just use the. I have whatever. This is you are relevant to. I'm going to tell you right thing now. About you working are. at a college is you just pretend that you, you just do it thought it's, that someone told you to do it it actually is a little different if um your staff at a college is what i'm oh. figuring out <laughs> you have to go during the off times where the children aren't there but you right, can basically yeah. use it yeah no you just I, have to I get don't... a different pair of glasses and just like put on a slight <laughs> no, like no, hold no. your face slightly differently to, i have permission to use it That's right. get the... a wig sarah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i want bald caps sarah I mean, I, you should uh, go through my old Instagram. There's, uh, I was, I was uh, Brittany Meltdown for Halloween in 2015. I, I think that's a great yeah. costume. Yeah. Sessa did that Ahead too. Of the fucking curve, always. <laughs> um, what were y'all's best Halloween costumes ever? I think it was that. Yeah. Jesus, what was yours? I mean, when I was, this is fun. This is funny, baby trans shit. When I was a kid, um, my best friend and neighbor was Jesse and I was James. Oh, oh my God. That's perfect. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> you kind of have James hairdo right now. <laughs> Except more balding. God. True. What about you, O? Um, man, I don't know. I feel like I dressed up as like the most humorless shit as a kid. I dressed up as Merlin the wizard with a cotton ball beard because my oh, that's a good one. dad was really into Merlin. Which is why I'm trans. And then this <laughs> year I dressed up as a naughty little devil because I was just like, okay, like I got top surgery. So it's like time to right, like yeah. in, be naked and do that thing. Uh, and just like used a lot of red paint, which was really very fun. Very cla- classic, classico style. Um, my, one of my favorite OK com- uh, outfits was when you did Ann Steel Band. Oh, that was great. Steel. I think um, about it every day. <laughs> me and Linda Felcher did Ann Steel and Nega and Steel. Like, which Nega? is like negative. Like, you know how back in Sprite comics, it would be like Tails and Nega Tails. From yeah, the like Wario. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wario version. <laughs> it was like, so like Linda was like 
blue and green. <laughs> oh, like the inverted. Inverted, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I got to let my cat I, in I, one like sec. Using the, no the 2000s Sprite comics lingo, yes. Yes. which is like really stupid. I used to read one about um, about uh, Mega Man, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, I think I only was, read the most famous one, which was using the little Final Fantasy sprites. Oh, yeah, that was a famous one. Of Red Fighter. Um, I uncovered my Mega Tokyo volumes. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I'm triggered from my hearing. My first webcomic. <laughs> I had, did you know I had like a webcomic secret? Le- well, it's not a secret, but like oh all God. of my high school <gasps> life was spent like on a fan forum for a very specific furry comic and I would like I went to Anthrocom like three times in high school to like hang out with adults that made this comic that's bad were very cool to me the ones who made it were cool <laughs> the ones who didn't make it were not cool oh boy <laughs> um we were preyed upon in those cons huh it was a weird zone I know but I also like benefited so much from hanging out with like adult <laughs> queer artists Aww. um but also they should just it's a weird world. Speaking as a um, person who's chosen to be uh, uh, masculine, um, they should ban men from. Um, they shouldn't ban adults from talking to minors. <laughs> they should ban men from men. all like art and cultural spaces. Because <laughs> women don't fart or create vi- like violence. Well, it's, the it's problem true. is we're notoriously unable to do evil things. I think it's really sad that like men now have like this, you know, the, the, the internet to dig themselves into a literal abyss um, constantly. And like, if like we could, so Sarah made us watch this insane guy on YouTube, that classic Sarah thing to do. Um, but uh, what was his name? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, he, it was a classic situation in which, like, this view had like a quarter of a million views, but was about how, like, um, Tartaria explained. Yeah, I didn't watch the first six ones. This was the seventh. Um, so I actually don't know what Tartaria is. Well, he said that we had to listen to the other ones. I didn't have time today. Mine but, um, unveiled. <laughs> I feel like I'm maybe I watched the whole thing while I was at work. But but and yeah. go on, go on. It's it's like he's the whole bit is that he's he doesn't believe that real people can carve Renaissance sculptures. <laughs> it's so funny that they were they were too good. You can't do this. This is impossible. That they must have had the assistance of a computer. Or some other, I mean, it was so good. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll link it, obviously. But um, it, and what's funny is like, as I had ex- explained a little bit to uh, OK when I first saw it, I have seen this theory on crazy YouTube channels before of um, that, like, there are statues that were actually people that were petrified and turned into statues. And so literally that like the Sphinx was a real alive 
thing and then God, it that's was so hard. hot. <laughs> and, um, and that's what Medusa is about. Yes. Like, and so that's part of the proof is right. that all these cultures have these stories about people being turned into stone. Um, right. Like the, he, he gives all these examples of like ancient cultures that are like people who saw this rock that looks like a human and made up a story about yeah. it. And, and like, so I think like my, <laughs> My feeling is that the DNA of this comes from um, this like kind of notorious crazy person YouTube video called No Trees on Flat Earth, um, which is, which I'll, you know, I'll send you guys that too. It's like the best album name ever. Yeah. And it's, uh, (laughs) it it had kind of, it had kind of blown up after uh, the Flat Earthers in 2015 had their big moment and, um, but it was about how what we consider like mountaintops or plateaus or all these things are actually enormous tree stumps of silicone, silicon, silicone, <laughs> silicon trees um, that used to exist, but aliens came and, and harvested them all. And we all used to live in Pandora, basically. Hell with yeah. Enormous trees. Cool. Uh, so, so that has like kind of made its way through and now <laughs> the, the petrified um i just like it was fantastic for somebody to just be like because he, he extended it into painting as well that like the perspective right. on this painting's too well done they can't have just <laughs> figured this out like in a hundred years because uh, look at these medieval drawings they look like shit like, <laughs> I know, just, but it's so interesting because I'm like, have you seen like, I don't know, from growing up with digital art, I'm like, there yeah. will be huge advances in like three years. Like, like people were not drawing come as well yeah. like <laughs> ten years ago as they do mm-hmm. now. Like one per, you know, like and like they can draw the on. they can draw the cathedral, but like people still looked like strange cherubic. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's distorted. Well, so it was like a 40 minute video, right? So that was his, it was interesting. It did feel like a lot of what he was saying was like, there's no way people could make art. It's takes, it seems like it would take a really long time. And he didn't really have a lot of other points, which I really enjoyed. And it it was (laughs) 40 minutes long and it has um, two uh, hundred, two, how do you say it? 270k 270k views yeah which is like amazing people are curious like i but it's like i think i think i bring that up in relation to um men computer brain Mm -hmm. is because we have our best um you know (laughs) i love the cat she's uh our best like you know autistic engineer brained mm-hmm. people doing computer stuff instead of building us a train system. And it's sad. Yeah. So what I thought was where I kind of in the same line was um, that, cause this was something that I, you know, when I was watching a lot of flat earth channels where like this public publicly funded schooling in America has failed for so long yeah. and so hard 
that anybody who has a sense of like wonder or curiosity about the world is forced to just like go in their own weird spiral where like, and this was a, definitely more of a thing in the flat earther stuff where they would start like inventing experiments to prove that, that the earth was flat. And so it was like, there was this obvious like desire to like figure out what the hell is going on. Um, but because none of that ever gets funneled into like actually learning how to learn about things. Um, mm -hmm. You just go crazy instead. And you just are watching ancient aliens all the time. And that was the other. So we were talking before uh, started recording like that, that, you know, ancient aliens has finally come and said like, no, the things that white people do are too hard to, it had to be something else. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Although the funniest, the funniest, um, sorry, uh, one less, the, the funniest thing where he kept insisting that they must have had some kind of technology to help them build these things or help them paint these things. And you want to go in the comments. Nobody is really saying like, yes, there was this thing. It was called a camera obscura. And people have had it for right. like a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or, or like, and then he plays a video of like a YouTuber, like, carving yeah. something himself and he has like power tools and stuff and like and what he makes like they're like look what he makes isn't as good as the fucking <laughs> renaissance masters what's that what's up with that he's it's just like it's i mean that's like, the reddish oh shit. it's like it's very i feel like um oh, who's that annoying guy who writes oh malcolm gladwell like, yes oh, whatever yeah one zillion million hours or whatever. Like, yeah. I do believe that you can, you know, gain skills and do what whatever. I love a hobby. But the, you know, the idea that he seemed to, one of, one of the, the two main ideas that he seemed to be uh, preaching there was that, like, there's not enough time in the world to be able to be as observant as these guys to, you know, they just didn't have iPhones. Yeah, they they had so much more time to dedicate yeah. to these individual sculptures. And they did that until their hands were fucked up. Yes, they just did. Just like Sarah's. <laughs> From your artisan job, my but oh, I'm sure they're they're beautiful. My hands are actually they're not in. I had a I was very lucky. I had a manager who was very insistent that we do multiple carpal tunnel stretches throughout the oh, day. Oh, work! I love that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I certainly don't. They they definitely do work and help. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, my. Well, now that I have a, a job where I can just sit down if I want, like hell yeah, <laughs> shit's right, great. It's huge. Anyway, um, but it, yeah, I don't know. Like people, like dedicate so much of their time wrapping themselves around whether it's like building the program itself or the game, like just stuck in the game world, obsessed with the complete ins and outs of every single uh elden ring ending and bit and every single piece of slop i get it i get it like um it's a brain thing but it's like if you didn't have any of that and all you had and you like 
happened to be born into a town where there was like a marble trade, then yes, yeah. you would have just done that. <laughs> like, or like you would have just done, you would have worked on the railroad or you would have worked on like something very uh, complicated, detail oriented. Totally. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, it's, we're an information economy or whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. anything, <laughs> but you know, they're, well, there was I mean, a, like the comment that because ultimately this guy thinks that these people did not make these works of art and they were created in like very rapidly by either an advanced like peoples or uh, and then like whatever technology was destroyed. And it all like it always just comes back to like the Catholic Church is evil because it's and you can tell because he he calls it the Catholic Jesuit Church, which is like and that actually was a big flatter thing where if you like got into it, it's like, oh, these people are just literally saying that like it's like young earth creationist kind of shit. And so it it integrated mm-hmm. so this video integrates um that really stupid theory that like um hundreds of years didn't exist and that we're actually in like the year 18 or like 1500 or whatever and it was all made up by the the catholic jesuit church because like one of his points was like how come all these artists are from florence this is so (laughs) fucked up like that just seems really weird that like one city would have a bunch of really good artists come out of it oh man (laughs) it's so sad because it's like yeah a good like it makes me really thankful for like the education that i got because like i feel like at some point a teacher like like made me appreciate like even like going like going on a field trip to a museum right like Mm -hmm. a lot of schools would not like do the extra funding it takes to give children that experience and that's like life changing for a lot of kids who are like m- maybe inclined <laughs> gay and like want to like or like wouldn't know about those worlds unless like you, you it's a tactile experience when you go to the museum and you see or like even the public park with a good with a good sculpture and you can see the hand in it and you can see like yes this was <laughs> like painful work like Mm. and uh it's art like you deeply appreciate like there's a part where he deeply appreciates yes carving the rope in i don't know like a a roman or grecian yeah the the youtuber was talking about a net and how amazing it was that it was carved it is interesting that he is like he's into it so moved by the work that he can't believe (laughs) that a person did it but he should go see them in person he should just start whittling (laughs) i think he would be surprised yes dude and i would watch that youtube channel oh my god well uh, that does my favorite my absolute like favorite show i think is um canadian public access show called weird homes oh that sounds good oh my god it's so good (laughs) oh wait hold on i'm gonna about to blow your mind um Mm. the net (laughs) this piece it's by a genoese artist francesco carolo um il di sigano also known as the release from deception made in the 18th century 
1754, not even the Renaissance. Yeah, I didn't think that was a Renaissance one. I just don't know what the Renaissance means. I didn't think that one was Renaissance. Including me. I thought it was Grecian. (laughs) No, they weren't. They they didn't know how to do nets in Greece. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm I'm chasing my cat because I can't close the door because it's too hot. We're all chasing cats, except for Sarah's seems to be. Sarah's cat is chill. She is passed out, thank God. I did figure out, I bought, I thought that I like might have to take her to the vet, so I bought a harness, and I have cracked the code where normally she just like never shuts the fuck up, but if you put the harness on her, she like can't, she becomes immobilized. She, she goes into like under, shell under shock. Blanket. She becomes, yeah, she... she <laughs> I love when a cat falls down. You put something on a cat and they yeah, fall down. Yeah, and she just is like, uh, uh, and then like, <laughs> so. Slug I, mode. I have a, yeah. Oh my God. Sorry to get us off track from <laughs> amazing, perfect sculpture. Yeah. yeah. It is It is so it's, moving it's to see yeah. art in person. And it so is, many yeah. of these YouTube freaks will never go <laughs> see things oh in God. person. It, it, is amazing. I know. I mean, it is interesting. Like I went to art school and I learned a lot of stupid shit. And also, I don't know, like history, art history. I didn't really engage or feel like, I don't know. I was probably just looking at my phone or something, but um, I remember the first time I saw a Rothko in person, I was like, blown the fuck away because we are we see everything digitally and i was like okay it's like red whatever i was also in a in a book yeah yeah just didn't under i I am 300 dpi doesn't have a chance i'm also not a painter and like am not uh yeah i don't necessarily respond to that kind of work as much unless it has like Unless movies. it's really fucking good. Yeah, like a <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, in person, I do. And when I went, I mm. went to a room, maybe at the Tate, that had like a bunch of red Rothkos. And I felt like I was like, had a fever and wow. I was going to pass out. And I was like, wow, art, yeah. like art does shit. Um, <laughs> it's, but, it's sensual. It's, it's like a, it's, it's tactile. It's like all these things that the internet cannot give you. And so I think it's hard for people who exclusively consume things digitally to, mm-hmm. to process that the earth is round and, you know, <laughs> things are real. And uh, I think it makes sense. I like that. Sometimes that people... people are just really good at their shit. <laughs> and but that's what I love about the weird homes. Every other thing in their life. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Weird homes. Tell weird us homes it. is like it. It celebrates people who like have just completely built out their world where they live, and it like really celebrates them. And it'll be like some guy who just like whittles all day, or like some guy who like retired from from being like an Air Force engineer and just like builds little airplanes out of scrap metal, like like all day or like whatever you know, like. It's so cool. It's just like <laughs> it just shows like people when they um when they th- like when they have the time can like build out and create really beautiful worlds and like uh 
from all different perspectives. Whereas I think the people who are able to like build out worlds in uh, uh, under, under the whatever technology, technology regime that we're under right now, it's a stifled in all these ways. Yeah. Um, well, it's also yeah. like you make work, uh, you're inspired to make things and to um, share them yeah. within the communities you can access. And like, I feel like I'm always sort of miss quoting Times Square Red, Times Square Blue and Sam Delaney about yeah. the difference between um, the commons and networking and mm-hmm. how the commons is, you know, a place in his um in his essays, like beginning with sexual space, but also with cultural and art space where you're able to share ideas um, cross culture, cross race, cross class, um, just cr- across human experience and there's chaos in it. And networking is the opposite of that. You're sharing within a structure that is um, mm-hmm. supplied to you and benefits capital. Mm-hmm. And even, I mean, I think that when we, and I know you guys have talked about like the difference between web 1.0 and web 2.0 and. um, Well, you're the the librarian. So you're, I like, I, your perspective on this is really good. Like, and I'm glad that we kind of like settled on kind of talking in, in this arena. Like, I mean, I get very passionate about it. Although yeah. now I'm sort of like, well, all of the internet was created as like, you know, DARPAnet and a tool to mm-hmm. benefit the military. So is, has there ever, you know, there's not a pure internet, even if right. I yeah. enjoyed yeah. the, you know, sort of random form culture. But now it is like, I, I feel for, I, I'm I'm critical of Reddit. I use Reddit. Now I've just kind of decided it's like my favorite social media because I can actually find <laughs> information forums. I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly yeah but it's like uh searchable yeah i i feel for young people and you know just folks who don't don't have uh, maybe a creative life outside of that and find a niche community in reddit and are making something very specific for reddit users are mm-hmm. like what do i look at the um the mechanical keyboard community because mm-hmm. i have taken that pill um but you (laughs) you know you see these guys they invented invest a ton of money in order not just to have a working setup but to display and um photograph their setup for the other people in that community and that like is a creative practice and is like to me and is a way to like share in this joy yeah i uh, i like play but yeah I, sorry I really no 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 because I just like I agree with you in that there is I'm like yes it was the internet was invented by the military but like also you know the reason that the reason that we paint on canvas is because in Italy like wo- wood paneling which was what people painted mm. in the past it warped too much and so yeah. they and I think it was like in Venice because it's like it's all sailor towns. And so they have a bunch of canvas for 
like ship sails, <laughs> you know, like, and, right. and you can, you, and we still use it today and we can still make things that are not related to that, like origin point, that material, like history at all. And, and that's how I feel about the internet where like people will, people are just like little, you know, they're like weeds in concrete. They're just going to figure out how to like have fun. Yes. Re- <laughs> ready made. Okay. Like I've, I've, I've slugged that essay on this podcast many times, ready made in the tube of paint about yeah uh, totally like that's a big thing that computer people people raised on computer miss a lot of times is that yes all these other things were also technology and affected the way people did things but what did the guy call it in the video oh i loved what was the term antiquitech yes antiquitech i I love that because technology just means it anything (laughs) and that it wasn't antiquity like it was the renaissance well i feel like a snob well there's two (laughs) different directions that i was thinking of of going on the con of in the conversation one is like through that that recent article about the final fantasy 14 community that is like barring it's like a nimby server that's like preventing so we can go down that okay, there well, or what option a option b or the death of the internet archive that is oh, slowly yeah. ha- happening oh god um, it's too depressing i like off. feel like i can't even go like, there but i also feel like i'm in a fight with my friends who are like have a have a single book that they're underpaid with about fuck that stuff, fuck but. you wait actually like, maybe we should talk about that for a minute though i want to i, I want to say yeah. fuck those people go table a goddamn book fair and sh- like shill your shit like well, that's you the want, thing is that that's the only folks way that have, you do and make, then they also yeah. like. Oh, well, maybe your book sucks. Well, uh, <laughs> what really sucks? I mean, I, the, okay. So here's yeah. the thing: like before the inter- internet archive stuff. Well, since this has all been going on, like in public libraries, which is where I work, hmm. there has been an ongoing struggle to get publishers to hmm. um, keep prices low when it comes to eBooks because yeah. they've created a false scarcity model with eBooks and the yeah. audio where. Mm. Libraries have to pay more for it. We're not right. allowed to circulate it endlessly. We're not allowed to circulate multiple copies at once. We maybe mm-hmm. spend like $80 on a copy that 20 people can check out before we have to renew it. And that's um, that's, insane. that's a random cost. Like yeah. it can be that much. It can be more yeah. or less because um, it's we have, no, uh, we have no say in the profit model. And um, the uh, – yeah, it – even and it didn't used to be like that. It's they cracked the industry cracked down. They started that way though, because libraries as like a you know publicly funded institution of folks who didn't want to get into the politics of uh, or or you know the we're not able to adopt the technology the technologies at a pace that capital. Like right, the, driven business. Okay, but I, I do remember when yeah. I was in high school working at my high school library, we could like endlessly <laughs> burn CDs and, uh, you know, uh, take out um, ebook. Like it totally. was, it was a little more wild west, and I and I think like yeah. something happened. But yeah, they've. I mean, I believe that the um, subscription model has you know definitely like overtaken. Uh, how um, purchasing on the internet works. Anyone who plays right. games knows that it works that way. Anyone who has bought access to um, the a heated movie seats on Amazon that disappears. Or... Yes, I mean, the yeah. heated seats in the BMW. The, 
driving me crazy before I even left my bed today. Um, <laughs> as a person who owns many BMWs, yeah, I'm that's very just disappointed ridiculous. in that. Ridiculous. Um. <laughs> yeah. The Hito Strayal in defense of poor image shit of, yeah. you know, like the totally. uh, but, copy um, of the copy of the copy that <laughs> is the third world. And, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, but I want to, I want to say this before it, before I forget Maryland state libraries, uh, which is um, the state in which I work brought a case to the, um, the state circuit court, I think don't, quote me on the um legalese but so confusing uh, asking to to make it so that um there is some sort of equitable uh offering to libraries and because a lot of these publishing companies are saying now oh we're not even going to offer a copy of certain texts to libraries for purchasing if it's um uh specifically for digital um mm. digital content and you, um it, it was turned down because they said that like the court said that's a noble <laughs> that's a noble cause but um uh we have no jurisdiction over we can't say that a company has to be able to sell to libraries that's socialism know? Yeah, exactly. And there are four, there's four major publishers ah. now. And, uh, yep. you know, they, Same with they the make movies. The and when they're selling these like $80 copies, I do not believe, I've not been able to get a straight answer from my friends who are, who have been published, but I, they it's are not, not paying, no. they're, they're no. not paying no. those folks better. No. It's not benefiting anyone. Um, yeah. they mm -hmm. say, you know, the, the, um, the rhetoric, rhetoric from the companies is that, well, um, if you have a physical book that's going out, it only goes out like 20 times before it falls apart. But that is such a lie. It's also it's not true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of true. Those books get fucked up. But um, <laughs> I get some mylar on that yeah. hardcover. Yeah. That'll last. That'll totally. last. There's, it's still going to get sand in it. I keep living well, yeah. in like beach adjacent uh, <laughs> cities that the books come back oh. just like fucking soaked in sand boogers um mm. i'm kind of sweet don't want to work in the children's section anymore no, whenever no, there's like no. erotica where someone has sex in the library i'm like you are disgusting <laughs> as a pervert don't do don't you don't know what's going on we do not clean that shit yeah i mean the thing is like it's because people don't have housing that they go to the library well some of them like, do it because they well, yeah, they, you know, that's, but honestly, when, when I worked at the library, the weird perverts who would come to the library were always people who were like in the group homes for different reasons. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I you mean, like anyone should be able to look at porn in. in the library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I if you have the cubicle set up. Yeah. There, station. Yeah. I don't know. There, there should be, be like There's jack off stations, stations, publicly funded. Master I mean, there, should them down, there should be homes for people to live in. There yeah. should just be homes. That's for an people interesting to live in. idea. Okay. The masturbation <laughs> booth will come before. Uh, <laughs> yes, they will. Yeah. Well, Starbucks is going to have that shit like mm. next to their paid bathrooms. I'm sure. Yeah. But right. I mean, you know, I have also worked space. in libraries where I've seen where folks who sleep there are kicked out. I mean, I watched yeah, a guy right. who continued to get kicked out, continued to have behavioral problems. Could, you know, I spoke with him and he said, I like, I don't want, like, 
there's violence in the shelter. I don't yeah. want to sleep in the shelter. It's fucked up there. And the other librarians would kick him out when he fell asleep, which is like, okay, you're provoking him to have an right. yeah. to, to have an, or, to explode. Yeah. yeah. And then like literally the uh the head of the board of directors would sleep in there all the time because he would just fall asleep because he was an old fucking that's dinosaur. also my thing where like somebody sleeping is literally the the least obtrusive thing you can do. Yeah, it's a comfy ass chair. I <laughs> You're doing sleep. nothing. You're mm-hmm. literally just a body. You're paralyzed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I say that librarianism like is fascistic because like it is the You have to want to say shh shit to people. Shh. Well, you, the people who go into it, like it's hugely predominantly white, predominantly women who work in libraries. It's not profitable enough to be um, most people, like most households, primary um, uh, income provider. And folks go into it. uh, It's six years of schooling to get a library degree. It should be not a liberal arts degree. It should be a technical degree. Many jobs require an MLIS and it's still not full-time as you know $16 an hour and um fucking uh, it's insane and the folks who go into it like they want these are in my experience like mostly like white women who want to do good without having to do something political because Mm. it's liberal ideal of like aclu style like apolitical uh um progressivism but it's not we don't have anything in the library. We have like what fits, you know, is sort of in the center of the horseshoe. We don't have like super left wing stuff. We don't have super right wing stuff. You know, I don't necessarily want to it's just work somewhere that has a ton of like. I have found that the know. city libraries are far more homogenized than the libraries outside of the city. There's In what way? Something that happens where they're like regulated more and like like aren't like or like maybe like less i don't i don't know it's like oh yeah they're a library system like nypl i mean yeah like Like you can get like you can look up anything and get anything from the new york systems but like in the the libraries themselves, they're not you're not gonna necessarily find interesting stuff. It's yeah, just gonna be like one one group yeah. of people. Yeah. And uh, they're you know, it's not they're trying to make it uh, as appealing to broad swath people as possible. Um, right. A right. lot of branch or a lot of systems that have absorbed multiple smaller libraries like that um the ones Mm. that i've worked for in um large cities in smaller states than new york each of the library excuse me used to have a um like a specialized collection not necessarily a restricted collection or not like an old like an antiquated collection but this is the one that you go to for all of the um, yes. cookbooks is the one you go yeah. to for oh yeah yeah all like this the, librarian is yeah. really into this shit so we have a lot of this shit totally. isn't or that like, like yeah. most people's PhDs are just going somewhere and organizing their absurd collection of like material well, like, yeah well that could happen like that would happen at my small town's library is like like some 
some PhD person would like donate a bunch of like particular type oh, of book. The opposite. And yeah. if we had room, we'd like make room for it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Our library also expanded while I was working there. So we had like a lot of extra space for like weird stuff. And like even me as like a high school page, my, the director of my library would let me order like whatever I wanted. I was going to say like, I bet that got filled up with a banging manga section. It was the best manga section in the Hudson Valley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Mayo Pack had the best. Oh, holler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. I'm, I am not. Um, I dropped out of library school, might go back eventually because I'm going to get sick of being underpaid mm. and I want to have a degree and be underpaid. Yeah. Uh, and exactly. also like. Or the, the $3 makes a difference. Yeah. For real. <laughs> or fuck um, around, go to school for a couple of years. That's always nice. Ugh. I don't want um, <laughs> to because I dropped out. Because... Anyway, so like, <laughs> yeah. Waited out like every other grad student. I know. No, I, I like couldn't do it because I went to a school that was mostly um, history majors in 2016. And they were all a little bit younger than me. And they were all like, I've never had a president I didn't like before. Oh, no. I'm a fan of the Civil <laughs> War. I was like, you're s- disgusting. <laughs> I like couldn't handle it. And then I was paired for a project with someone who was going to school because he was a cop who had been let go because he had assaulted someone <gasps> off and said, that he was going to show him the meaning of police brutality. And I said, I am, I am not doing this project with him. And I was told like, Oh, well you're judging someone. Hell yes. I'm judging him. I'm not paying to show this guy with PTSD because he like killed people because he was a veteran. And then he like, like unprovoked, like, assaulted oh like God. brown men in his neighborhood i'm not going to teach him how to use software that i'm paid for in my daily life to teach someone for for f- and and yeah pay yeah. this university to be nope. told that i have to work anyway whatever it was so stupid yeah, um, <laughs> yeah i have no idea what i was talking about oh new university <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah at the end of the day i just don't want to pay anyone uh to stay in this field because i'm uh, get really heated about it, even though I like it. I have no idea what I was talking about like five minutes ago. I'm sorry. Uh, in the in the New York City system, there's like a kind of socialist lady who like ran for like headmistress, ultimate librarian here. And did she did she get not a political the, appointment? Uh, I think she won. I don't know, or it's not decided yet. I don't know. She's like, there's a lot of like activist librarians here <laughs> yeah. there's always activist librarians they're old punks who are burnt out and yeah, it's like yeah. feels better than being an accountant like that's what Word. i'm doing <laughs> but we're not doing good shit because it's so bureaucratic yeah. it's almost always city and state funded even mm-hmm. if it's not part of um like the library system i'm in is not owned by the county but the money's still coming from the county yeah. so um in the state etc and we're not allowed to take political positions on things and uh people can still vote on whether or not they want to fund us. Um, But yeah, it's, um, it's a frustrating place to see folks with radical politics end up, including myself. Like I, I wish that I felt like I could or wanted to do more. 
You know, um, it, but at this point, it's like every industry. Yeah. It, that has that has radical people in it. Yeah, it's, that's it's the that's that the NGO, problem, which is <laughs> yeah, industrial could, complex yeah. too. Um, but I I think it it is like the difference between um, not having to drink the Kool Aid in order to just continue living. Although I don't know, maybe it is. Maybe you don't survive in the library system unless you like uh, uh, assimilate to that. But I I mean I think that's why there's a kind of mourning process happening with the internet archive. Um, do you know the, like, well, never mind, whatever. Um, Wait, what was your question? My question would be, well, I guess the statement is that a lot of librarians that I've seen, activist librarians, you kind of see the internet archive as this, like, the new thing that we could have, we could put our money on as like, this is an unqualified good for the world. And now that's, that's being threatened. Right. Um, and I wonder if there, is that, is that a way that librarians who are in the system, they're in the physical system. Is that how they then Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know what I'm saying either. Cut the past well, I guess five minutes. If you're, if you're <laughs> editors, <laughs> editors, there's no editor on this goddamn podcast. Nobody's going to edit out my cat playing with a piece of metal on the fucking ground. No, that's the good shit. That's for the, the art and labor only fans. Is it a way <laughs> to stands. be political? I, if you're I mean, a librarian, be like yes. save internet archive. Libraries, librarians love Twitter. Yeah. I tried to like mm, engage true. with librarian Twitter and it's horrific because they just, <laughs> they do what all liberals do on Twitter and mm -hmm. they, um, they circulate a take that was purposefully put there to garner attention and yeah. like go ape shit on it. And libraries, librarians also like to feel important. So the li internet archive, which I don't consider a library in the traditional sense i'm again like not a theorist but like uh it's not it doesn't follow the rules of the ala like you know <laughs> the american library association in that like i i but consider I parts of it functionally about, piracy well it's and, an international library also yeah well i mean i don't know i i consider it an archive i don't know the different like at the end of the day if mm. there's like such a big difference but i mean like I think it's easy for people on who are librarians to look at parts of the Internet Archive and say, okay, these things don't exist anywhere else. They're really important to archive. And we're also like people in working in libraries right now are very demoralized by seeing the way that we have lost. We've lost the ability to give access to content to our users it doesn't mean anything to a patron to say oh well the publisher won't let us buy this that means that we have failed in our mission if we've told everyone that we can give them anything they want or like 99% of the books in the world if we're if we continue to lose access to new things coming out that like people walk away and say oh the library didn't have it they can't give me what I want so um, I do think that people are maybe a little more willing to take up the banner of something slightly more radical. And um, I think, uh, I don't know, I, I'm not really sure. I haven't talked a lot about the Internet Archive with my coworkers, but I, I personally believe that piracy like is preservation. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I also believe that like 
I've downloaded a lot of shit. I've downloaded things that certainly the people who have created it are alive. Um, I also know that they are making pennies to the fractions of pennies to the dollar if I purchase it. And like touring artists don't make money from their record sales. They make money from you going to see them and buying their merch. And that's the same with authors, et cetera. These authors are out there doing their own promo 24 Mm seven on stupid TikTok and, and Twitter. Like they are not being paid a fair wage for creating these books and it's not in their best interest to be defending these companies because they're fighting for a fucking scrap yeah. of uh, that's, money that's, that's not going to go to them it's going to go to jordan peterson's next book or like the right. you know like con you know products that no one's going to read from famous people from obamas and from they give know, them they give them the big book. who's even creating anything it's really just like their own their own uh executive suite you know yeah um, I mean, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, and I'm sorry, it kind of sprung the Internet Archive stuff, on, like, but it is in the news. Oh, I'm heated on. Obviously, yeah. I had a lot of thoughts about it. I yeah. mean, I fucking love it, and I love that it is like anyone can put anything on the Internet Archive, and mm-hmm. it is very hard to search, which is something yes. right. I kind of like about it. It's not optimized. That's something <laughs> that like. I mean, as a public librarian, we have to teach people oftentimes is like search doesn't Google search works a certain way because there's money in it and things yeah. without that money don't work like that. And, and um, you know, the the way that uh, a Google search or another um, search engine works is it has to do with uh, references like the amount of times that something has been referenced in other documents, which is why all these, uh, it, what I what I think is why all of these ad pages and everything are popping up now is because they're endlessly linked. Like every Google, right. uh, Amazon uh, product is linked to another one. Um, they can endlessly <laughs> generate. It's, it's also why like the United States basically had to embrace crypto, if not outright create crypto, because the entire like system that we've built like our economy on is scam on top of scam on top of scam click pyramid on top of click pyramid on top of click pyramid so yeah one more level (laughs) one more level one more level is like the way things go unless we're gonna dump all that money back into the military industrial complex which we will eventually have to do every single time yeah (laughs) that's true (laughs) like and yeah, and it's and it's true that like these are innovations of the the United States um, military that you know like every, yeah it's it it's all like that, and I don't think that artists should be given a a anything different from any other um, working person like. I don't think this, like, I think the state should subsidize everybody's housing. I don't think that the state should necessarily subsidize the arts. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think, like, things get, like, siphoned off. People, like, become, like, instead of, like, instead of, like, a union that has, like, um a particular like 
of like well, socialist uh, so, like, so like bands. a particular like example i think of what you're trying to say like mm. uh i'm i qualify you know there, i'm paying union dues i haven't joined it yet but um Word. it's a union that is for both staff and faculty but there's a ton of tension between those two categories mm-hmm. that yep. this is my first time working in university and so i'm kind of like seeing it but even within even with the faculty it's uh i mean i'm new to all this shit because i was just making lamps in a dungeon for like (laughs) years you know just um so so emails are new and uh it just seems completely absurd to me that like a bunch of people who all work in the same area and share the same spaces are getting really territorial like room by room or like Mm. you can't like it's not fair to like send this email out right now and like you can't let adjuncts in on this thing like because they haven't dedicated to and it's like do you like none of us are being paid enough for anyone to give a shit like this you know fighting for scraps and and that's yeah. that's how it feels for me with uh with people trying to support like or when when like a special interest group was what i was getting at like yeah. what it's like what's functionally the difference between your union and a lobbying special interest group trying to get a carve out trying to get a cutout for uh, this particular set of people i don't know i don't know i don't know i think rather like, and, yeah, and I agree with, you know, Sam Lefebvre on this. Like, um, we need to look at, like, things that will materially benefit yeah. everybody um, and not, like, siphon these things off. And I think the Internet Archive is this thing that does materially benefit everybody. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in all well, these ways. as long as you have, like, digital access. Well, yes, of course. Or, like, are creating digital content. Or creating something that someone else can record and make digital. But yeah. For for now, like the way libraries are, anybody can walk into a library and use the Internet Archive, you know. Um, But do you think, have you seen the subreddit that's just people who are data hoarders? So it's like people who like have personal, just insane, like beyond the terabyte into the the petra i don't know pentabytes and shit um, yeah that's like that's like people having li- like personal libraries right yeah but that's so what i'm i guess what i have been thinking even though it's like it's a huge shame i there's part of me that's like well like there's definitely a couple freaks who have downloaded the entire thing yes that's like, a, yes and so people are saying it's the burning of of the library of alexandria i'm like well but like what if there was a backup of the library about and there will be like if the internet archive gets like shuttered like there would still have to be an enforcement mechanism to continually destroy the servers that it's hosted on right yeah but it is i mean i guess maybe this is one of the reasons that i like don't necessarily consider it a library is that it's a or i i think of it as like very different from the libraries that i have engaged in is that it's like not necessarily moderated in the same style i don't know a lot about the the moderation of it but if you're a data hoarder you can put your shit up there and have your own collection it's like the the tools it has for supporting like individual collections um that 
is like very exciting. And I mean, it is, um, there, there are folks who are working on it who are um, curators, but like, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's Your, my it's, old live journal is on there. Oh God. <laughs> I yeah. Not. I mean, Wayback Machine is fascinating. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot. That's like a whole other conversation. Yeah. yeah well, because yeah. the Wayback Machine, it's it's a lot of just like strings of letters and numbers that you could just piece back together. And like, if 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 people saved, if people were able to save like the entirety of like public live journals in 2005 or whatever, yeah. Yeah, um, but the problem is hosting, like the way that hosting, yeah. the way that we use the internet now. And I know that there have my um, uh, my friend Holly was talking to me about um, some locally hosted uh, like connectivity in New York that mm-hmm. anarchists were using. I do not remember what it was called. But- yeah, there's a mesh network in yeah. Bushwick that like has like. Like all of the ebooks, like on like you know the ebook torrent mm-hmm. websites, and exactly. they have it on a server, and they can and a physical server that they can like set up wherever, yeah. and then people can connect to that server and then download any ebook. Totally, yeah. That's what I was when I was talking just now about the uh, how many different collections fall under and projects fall under the Internet Archive. Um, the thing that would be tragic about it um, being taken offline is um having the funding and the um infrastructure to have that all in the same place again which i don't necessarily believe would be possible like i have you guys used arg.org i know we're running Mm -hmm. late but um it was a great uh no worries great site that has popped up and uh, come come back and forth a million zillion times but it's a lot of um academic uh, leftist uh, ebooks that I could never have afforded except for stealing them from the Saint, um, the mm-hmm. uh, Union Square, uh, Barnes and Noble. And um, <laughs> it was every, like, by the way, every store around Union Square, just in case somebody's visiting New York or has recently moved, you can steal. It's okay to steal from any store around Union yes. Square. They're fucking down on those Whole Foods, They're though. They're fine. Oh, yeah. I I guess I never even, like, that Whole Foods is too stressful. Just eat it before you leave the store. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, stuff yeah. like information free is free. Yeah. <laughs> at, at Union um, yeah. yeah, but that, I mean, it's, that is a great collection because it is, like, it's mm. all ebooks. It's not read in browser. Yeah. Um, yeah. There it's, um, which is important. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy in terms of having an infrastructure to, uh, to upload it, but the tools that internet archive provides and also the tools that they provide for organizations to create their own, um, their, their own like archives. Uh, they, they just have, right have that uh have their servers have their infrastructure that's not not necessarily easy to come by and i think especially the more we move towards like app-based computing that's all i ever talk about um the more that we move away from like what an actual physical computer is and um what a server is and like young people who 
live what on a the bite internet is. don't learn those things. I don't necessarily know what a bite is. I don't know. <laughs> I am not an IT professional. I'm just a fucking nerd. I will um, say, I, th- I do think that young people are terrible at searching for stuff. And they, uh, but there was that article that said that like Gen Z doesn't know, understand what a file system is. And I want to call bullshit on that because I have two sisters that are Gen Z. And they were like, of course, we know what a file is. Anyway, sorry. Nice. It's just misinformation going on. There's a uh, lot of that. Like the Business business Insider, which is just basically a, a PR outlet for like the Fortune 500 companies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they had a big thing about like, um, actually, Gen Z is the one that wants to go back to work in person. And uh, <laughs> here's what and it's like. Okay. Even Made if like that, things. even if their poll says that, they say nothing yeah. about like, Oh well, maybe the the set that they surveyed, like all the older people, are more worried about dying of COVID. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw that t- today as well. And they, first of all, they only po- polled people who are working in offices. Second of all, of course, Gen Z, who has spent a larger percentage of their mm-hmm. life stuck inside, like is dying to see dying people. To go, I, I yeah, would like to be a person who's better at telework. I telework part of the time. I am thankful to be back in an office. Because my body can handle it. But I was thinking that too, not even just about COVID, but of course people who are 55 don't want to sit in a fucking like, yeah, like bottom barrel office chair, like destroying their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And also they know how to work maybe at their desk without spending all day. I mean, they are on Zappos all day, but like maybe... They are don't little... even know the fun websites. The yeah. good ones you would get addicted to. Totally. They've automated they've worked hard to automate their job over 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. want to come I in mean, anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they quoted like one girl in that who it's was so, sucking I mean, up. Because so it's not even hard. like I don't know. I mean, My I'm thing not is like the like the younger generation ha- is is not pushing these trends that like I think it constantly gets written about like because they're using it it must yeah. mean that they want. and it's like young people are are extremely frustrated like that's their main thing right now <laughs> like you're giving us the shittiest. Yeah. If you were to ask the question, do you, there's a a unprecedented COVID spike going into the summer. This is the worst summer of the past three years, COVID spike. Do you feel comfortable going to work along with um, 50 and 50 plus coworkers that are maybe susceptible to getting COVID and having uh, permanent damage or death? Um, Do you feel comfortable going to work in person? Yeah. (laughs) If there was something, if there were community centers that weren't so disgustingly underfunded that they are empty buildings, or if like libraries, like, like library stands want to think they are, are like amazing places for like all people to be sharing information. Like if we had spaces outside of work where you could see people, then people wouldn't be so excited to see people at their jobs because they would be able to have friendship. Or like probably maybe their job is feels safer than going to a bar or whatever. Yeah. There's just, yeah. we, there's not the social infrastructure necessary to have those kinds of relationships outside of Yeah, uh, and, and the other point was people. like mentorship and like learning, learning from somebody. But it's like, yeah, like again, do, is your... <laughs> mentorship worth infecting your elderly boss because like your elderly boss who you know owns an apartment near the office and can walk to work or 
whatever versus like you have to take the terrible subway that's getting worse every yeah. day. <laughs> like, it's also not in like any of these companies uh, interests to encourage people. I mean, you know, obviously we've been, all been talking about this for years, but um uh, my sister who uh, has left but was part of like the impetus to begin the Hearst union organizing was like nice. Hearst wants us to come back in because um, they lose their investment on those buildings if they're not right. full of workers like that you know if if there's That's not the an main office thing. culture they're yeah. like broke um, yeah it's a real and, yeah yeah and that's the that's the main thing animating Business Insider to write these articles. Yeah, <laughs> like you know nothing else. It's in but the fucking name. That's it. Well, that's it. On like Gen Z wanting to go back to work, I think that they are also the most vocally frustrated with uh, the appification of all like computer, like not even yeah. just of human interactions, but just of of computers in general. Um, and I don't know where we were. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, like, they want to crack down on Internet Archive because they are finally seeing, like, the writing on the walls with shit like Netflix tanking and <laughs> all, this, all this shit. And, like, and, like, you know, they didn't – like, a lot of these idiot investors didn't think that, like, people could easily make a, some, a, a functional version of Netflix, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. and so now we have, like – 12 different identical streaming services um also i love the idea <laughs> that netflix is tanking because of like piracy or something yeah <laughs> because it, fucking venture capital like that's you can't endlessly grow a business no well, as we'll continue they, yeah. to see in the next 10 years or whatever yeah, we're gonna watch it happen so much yeah. But they they like removed all of the good movies from uh, their streaming service, and that was how they were making all their like. Or I guess like the rights got yeah. called into though. It's like yeah, yeah. The other the competitive the competition capitalism movie. happened. Yeah, like innovation. Like, and have, where you can get all the movies. Yeah. Internet the library. Just kidding, because yeah. like they, <laughs> Netflix doesn't make DVDs. Yeah, you can't get yeah. like any movie. <laughs> I was I look I was an early adopter. Well, another aspect to it is that there's different versions of shit, right? Yeah. That's so true. the proper archive will have the like um here's the version of 13 reasons why without the the censorship of the suicide. Oh my god. What if they made like can you imagine the DVD extras to 13 reasons why? <laughs> Blu-ray set. Blooper culture. Blooper culture is gone. Yeah. DVD commentary culture, lost art. Lost it's so art. funny because we are, I mean, I was just thinking like, um, after the claps, we're going to have to accept that like we can't watch every version of The Mandalorian or whatever. But um, <laughs> then thinking about my, uh, like my longing for DVD extras, I'm like, oh yeah, well that shit is just garbage that they put in there because they wanted me to buy the DVD. But I don't know. There's just something so lovely about a DVD menu that a two-year-old made like (laughs) in three months. Like the DVD extras to Bambi, the Disney movie Bambi, incredible because it it goes through and shows you like 
how the fuck they were able to develop this technology of like panoramas of like different backgrounds moving at different like they just like i i live for so uh, you don't think like the simpsons season 13 extras are art now is that just content to you i don't know yeah i mean for uh yeah i'm sorry the the wonder shows in where they get like like um dick gregory like with alzheimer's to just like go (laughs) he's so sick it's so funny (laughs) and it's like a historic archive of an important comedian where else are you gonna get the facts to put on the imdb page if not from dvd extra the imdb slate in the middle of the cavern that we're all gonna live in yeah um (laughs) i am really glad you brought up bambi because um I was really pushing to ha- to record an episode about furry history, and I will be back. But yes. one of the first recorded fursuits was a really, really sexy a Bambi. I forget what her that name was. Sense. It was that not Bambi Tron, but it was something very similar. Was, oh, I thought you meant like, because he has a girlfriend in the movie. No, it's a feminized Bambi bitch. <laughs> um, like leather or i think it was i think it's latex suit oh but um well, well i'll be back yeah we'll have and to i just that. wanted to say i have been silenced today <laughs> yeah we didn't talk about furry shit at all at yeah what all. was option a again also we went Not with furries it wasn't furries yeah um it was I like some know. other article that depressed us <laughs> which anthrocon was your what years were these 2006, seven, eight? No, five, six, seven. Something like that. I don't know um, what happened. You know. I'm looking what our original... I drank a lot of that drink balls with the W. <laughs> I love that drink. They oh, well, they crazy. sell it at Micro Center, so you better well, come visit me. Oh, can, do, do you all feel like doing a bonus right now? Or um, should we do it another time? Like a Literally... Quick- podcasting with no clothing on it's so hot in here but i will come back with more i want to talk about our verboten topic so i'm staying to listen to that i'm (laughs) turning my headphones off turning on the fan (laughs) i need you to do mediation for our extremely verboten topic yeah yeah you have to talk about you have to if you are coming you have to share and uh (laughs) The, the the media that has made you a worse person for having consumed it but yeah see that's where i'm coming from is like bambi okay we'll get to it but okay yeah. oh do you have anything everybody let's have fun wait wait but oh do you have anything to plug do you have anything coming up um yeah i'm gonna be at queer and trans zine fest in rhode island probably yeah. beautiful providence rhode island in the armpit of early september right. um so i think america's that's... most charming city Oh my god. Where is it in relation to Labor Day? I believe it's that weekend. What is the fourth? Oh god. I can't I everything plan it. I know. Weekend. I can't do it. Well, I'll be laboring. Um (laughs) but I'll also be well, I'll text you. Um we'll plug it. But no matter what I was invited to an anime convention in Colorado that weekend, (gasps) but (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna Go, I'm going to go to a powwow in Long Island. I was invited to that, too. A real one? By, yes, by a, by a native person. So I don't feel weird just showing up. That sounds great. <laughs> well, um, 
You can follow me on Twitter. I don't use it, actually. I changed my mind. You can follow <laughs> me on Instagram. Instagram. I just changed it. And yeah, tiny remember. computer. Oh, it's toy.computer. Toy computer, yeah. yeah. Rebrand I, that I don't remember, and I keep trying to log in and being like, I keep shit? forgetting. I keep trying to tag your own one. I need to, whatever. I don't care. Burn it. Fuck Instagram. <laughs> uh, Thank you, guys. Love you. Okay, let's have um, fun. Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun.